Hello and welcome to the second edition of Conversations with Clive. Hopefully you've seen the first one where we talked vitamin C, but as magnesium was mentioned a couple of times, I thought, what better for the second one? So Clive, sell to me magnesium. Well, it got sold to me big time some 37 years ago when I was in hospital with arthritis so bad I couldn't walk or get dressed. And I checked myself out, started taking magnesium and vitamin C and one or two other things. And the magnesium dissolved the calcium deposits which were causing my arthritis. And uh, I haven't had arthritis in 37 years. And I still take magnesium on a daily basis. If I forget for a day, I don't care, but I take four capsules a day. And that keeps me the right side of calm, means I sleep reasonably well. Um, can cope with stress, don't get any aches or pains, uh, you know, it's magic, it's absolute magic and the, the things that magnesium will sort out are almost every part of the body you can imagine. I mean anybody's got heart issues, got heart arrhythmia or they're having heart attacks or any heart issue, I, I bet money that it's magnesium deficiency at the bottom of it. Um, there may be other factors as well obviously. Anybody who's constipated, magnesium deficiency. Anybody who's um, stressed, anxious, getting panic attacks. Anybody with headaches, migraines, epilepsy, they're all low on magnesium. Anybody who is suicidal, not sleeping well. Uh, anybody who gets twitches, cramps, spasms, menstrual cramps, all these things are magnesium deficiency. And I, I had a lady a while back, she explained to me for 20 years, five days a week, five days a month, she was out of it because the menstrual cramps were so painful, she couldn't work, couldn't do anything, couldn't think straight. And she said on the first day she tried magnesium, it ended. Wow. Yeah, 20 years of menstrual issues ended. It was just magnesium deficiency. So what's the right type and what's the wrong type? Because I know there's... You know, some people just think magnesium is one form of magnesium, but it comes in a variety of forms. Yeah, like, like every mineral, um, it, it's bound with something. You could, you could get pure magnesium, you know, the metal, but you can set fire to that. Um, but magnesium salts are the, the way they're, they're used in supplements. And the most common, the, most, the cheapest and the worst is magnesium oxide. So if you see magnesium oxide on the list of ingredients, that means they've either deliberately chosen that ingredient because it's the cheapest and says magnesium on it, but doesn't mean it's actually bioavailable, that the body can actually utilize it. So I've got a version which is a mixture of bisglycinate, and bisglycinate is one of the most bioavailable forms. In other words, our bodies like it, we'll take it in. Then there's taurinate, and I put that in for vegans or anybody who's highly vegetarian. Taurine from Taurus the bull, you can only get that from animal products. It's good for eyes. So I put that version of magnesium in, really, for those who aren't getting a full, full enough diet. Then magnesium malate, which is magnesium bound with malic acid. Malic acid is in mother's breast milk. So that's sort of well known to be good. And then a bit of citrate. I don't put too much citrate in because if you do, you can it can loosen the bowels too much and you can end up in the bathroom before you've got a meaningful dose 
of the vitamin C itself. However, it, it's useful. Um, so that version seems to work really well. You know, you don't have to stick to that formula. If you've got a good version of magnesium, then uh, it will work pretty well against everything I've suggested. But if you've got a small mixture, chances are, but it's designed to work across more areas. Is it the sort of thing you could take on an empty stomach? Well, most people, yes. But if you've got a sensitive stomach, then it's always worth looking at just, just take the supplements with a meal and that will dilute the effect and you'll probably be fine. What sort of like benefits does it have to the heart? Well, it calms it. You know, people who are getting a heart, heartbeat that races for no particular reason, that's probably a response to low magnesium. Somebody has a heart attack, what happens with the heart is on the inbeat, uh, calcium controls that, and the, the relaxing outbeat is controlled by magnesium. So if somebody suddenly runs out of magnesium, that can be a heart attack because the heart can literally seize in a cramp. You know, any types of cramp, whether it's the backs of your legs when you stretch in the morning or your feet, uh, any type of cramp is a magnesium deficiency. And you know, I go as far as to say that many people are dying from heart conditions simply through lack of magnesium. But it's not like it's expensive or anything like that. Mm. Yeah, because one of the things they often say with cramp is it's actually potassium. So is that, is that bollocks or well, um, a mixture of the two? Well, I've always found, I think without exception, that correcting the magnesium levels corrects the cramps. Now, potassium may do the same thing, and I have heard that people say that, so it's probably true. But for me, magnesium is the way to go, and supplementing with potassium is very difficult. You need a lot of bulk if you want to, you know, far better to eat potassium-rich foods, mm. and anybody can look up a list of them. Uh, you know, and bananas are not top of the list. How can you get magnesium naturally through diet? Well, uh, we would normally get it from vegetables, for example. Anything that's growing will have magnesium in it, plants in particular. Uh, but what if there's none in the soil because the soil's being destroyed by modern, modern agriculture? And this is the reality. Most of us are low on every vitamin and mineral going because the soils are so depleted with chemical agriculture. So pretty much everybody's low on it. I mean, if you're eating loads of greenery, loads of green veg, you might well have enough. But if you're getting any of the symptoms that I mentioned, you know, particularly twitches, heart issues, constipation, cramps, then you're not eating, you're not getting enough. And then there's the factor of, okay, you might be eating the food, but is your body capable of a digesting it properly and assimilating it into the cells of your body properly? Or you know, is the body suffering because you know, the gut's damaged or some other reason? What other things has it been known to, because you, you, you talked about your arthritis and heart issues, what things do you think would surprise people as to just how, because you call it the miracle yeah, well, it is, it is a miracle. A miracle. Um, drug, sorry, um, mineral. Mir miracle, miracle mineral, mineral, that's the word. Yeah. I mean, the Ch Chinese call it the beauty mineral, amongst other names. Um, because it allows you to relax, you know, your mind relaxes so that serious problems are now perhaps hopefully more like challenges than problems. Um, I would suggest that 
some of the big ones are pain relief, really. Uh, anybody in pain, doesn't matter where, back, hip, knee, whatever, muscles, magnesium deficiency is almost certain to sort it out. Anybody who's got things like trigger finger, where some part of their body is locked and won't straighten, uh, I've had cases, several cases, where people's trigger finger is unlocked in one hour by taking quite a large dose of magnesium and vitamin C together. The magnesium and vitamin C are a perfect pair. And what about things like mental issues? Well, absolutely. Um, if you're not calm and have a predisposition towards unhappiness or you know, schizophrenia or whatever it might be, the chances are that a nutrient deficiency is essentially the cause to that and there are a few big answers. You know, we've discussed vitamin C before. Magnesium is a big, big answer. And for neurological issues, uh, anything from schizophrenia to bipolar, uh, magnesium is huge for that, absolutely huge. And the, the issue is, apart from the soil being depleted, why else is pretty much everybody low on magnesium? It's because of stress. Our body responds to stress by using up our magnesium levels. And if we use up too much of our magnesium levels, our body can become acidic when it's meant to run slightly alkaline. And all sorts of problems can happen if your body's running a bit acidic. And, but the big problem is that if you're so stressed you've gone through your magnesium levels, now you can no longer deal with stress, hence anxiety and panic attacks and so on. So I would recommend that everybody tries a high quality magnesium and don't be afraid that it says on the label take one or two a day the body is self-regulating both with vitamin c and magnesium and if you take too much the body self-regulates by giving you diarrhea and i mean that's the, that's, that's the last thing you want if you're anxious <laughs> to get diarrhea but is it one of those things but if you are anxious and you take a hand say a handful take um, magnesium are the results like that? It, it could be minutes, it could be hours, it could be a couple of days, but short term, yeah. I mean, you know, it's going to happen quickly. And you've talked about people before who've been suicidal, it's really that. Oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Yeah, And how how important is it to pregnant women? Well, it's vital. It, um, you know, magnesium is vital for everybody, but when a woman's going to give birth, example it's extra important because you know obviously birth is looked upon as a stressful event and doctors don't help by telling women they're going to have contractions when in actual fact they're going to have expansions the whole terminology the doctors use is frightening and most women assume there's going to be pain and lots of it but that's not, not necessarily the case on the baby's page of the secret health club I've got interviews about how to have a healthy child, should it be a hospital birth and so on. And the women who have sufficient magnesium and vitamin C have nine times less tearing when giving birth, and that's horrendous. Mm. Nine times less, so I don't know why aren't doctors taught this. Everybody should have magnesium and uh, vitamin C around the time of the birth, and particularly the husbands, I'd reckon. They're as stressed as anybody else. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I imagine a lot of them uh, try and hide behind the couch like they're a child watching Doctor Who. Mm -hmm. 
But so in terms of with all you know, with pregnant women having babies, would they have more than usual? Sure. Or? Yes. And is that that's because they're going to go two, through two people basically. They're going to go through more stress than they normally would. So therefore, they'll need more. So you know, if you've been taking magnesium regularly, you know, most people can handle two at one time. So if you if you recognise the symptoms, you're you're seeing those symptoms that we mentioned, then try taking two six times a day, just for a few days, you know, one day, two days, three days, whatever, and then start cutting down. If symptoms come back, well, you know that uh, uh, you you need more. You know, if I'm having a really stressful day, I might take eight. Really? Yeah. But if I'm having a calm day like today, uh, you know, three or four is probably... Because I've, I've recently had a really stressful day and it did cross my mind, shall I just have a handful of magnesium? But then I thought, I might then shit myself and my day's going to get more stressful. <laughs> so yeah. I, I think I just have three. You'd probably, you'd probably get some warning, <laughs> I say. But, um, you know, everybody with vitamin C and magnesium needs to find their own level, you know. Test yourself. Personally, I can take six. I've taken eight magnesium at one time, and I'm fine. But other people would have, as the medical profession call it, you know, I like to use the professional jargon, disaster trousers. <laughs> you don't want that if you're anxious. No. So what final thoughts would you have on... I see you have some books on magnesium. What? Yeah, well, there are some great books out there. Uh, the first book I got was by Dr. Mark Circus. Uh, this one's also good by Karen and Dean, The Magnesium Miracle. This was written a long time ago. Front cover, it says, Discover the link to total health. Lower your risk of heart disease. Prevent stroke and obesity. Treat diabetes. Improve mood and memory. So that's a great book. Then I mentioned Dr. Thomas Levy. He wrote a book on vitamin C, uh, The Cure for All Diseases, I think. And this is his book on reversing uh, disease using... Uh, magnesium and he covers heart health, insulin's powerful partner for diabetes, mind and mood management, depression, anxiety, almost Parkinson's, Alzheimer's, dementia, stroke, pulmonary, asthma, COPD. What effect does magnesium have for those with? Well, it relaxes it. Oh no, is it um, um, with Parkinson's? And well, um, you know, nothing Everything happens for a reason. Yeah. So people with Parkinson's, they've got deficiencies going on. Or had a lot of vaccines. <laughs> well, it could be, could be all sorts of damage, yes. I mean, toxicity to the brain could cause multiple sclerosis or, you know, all sorts of neurological issues. Um, but magnesium just... They, they say now there are over 3,000 enzyme functions in the body that magnesium triggers. So, you know, they used to think it was 300. Now they realize it's 3,000. So it has to do with our production of energy, how we digest food, how we feel. I mean, everything. I mean, let me go through just a couple more things here. Yeah. Key to vitality, liver, pancreas, reproductive system, kidney, hearing, migraines, uh, powerful poison antidote, um, infection protection, cellular defense, curative treatments, um, I mean, it just goes on and on. Uh, so vitamin C and magnesium together, along additionally with maybe some vitamin D in winter, if you're not getting sunshine, iodine, selenium. Those, those are the, the big ones that people notice differences around. Can you take iodine with magnesium? 
I recommend if you're taking iodine, you always take it the same hour apart from anything else. Okay. Because it's so powerful that it can you know, have, have effects on other things. I started putting that in my mouth. I've made my own mouthwash with distilled water, sea salt, and iodine. Yes, worked worked the treat so far. Iodine's incredible. Incredible. Well, Clive, thank you very much. I'm sure we'll be doing a few more of these, especially on things like iodine in the near future. But um, would you like to link any of your websites that people can get you on? Um, I can be found at secrethealthclub.com. And when I gave up doing consultations, I still do them for some old clients, uh, people say, well, who should I go and see? Who, you know, who, where do I get my advice now? So some... 11 years ago I started a club called secrethealthclub.com where all the information that I think is super valuable videos, articles and so on I put together in A to Z really and it, it works pretty well I think so I'd recommend anybody to go there and uh, my website is just myname.com Thank you very much Perfect, cheers